Would you join me in welcoming Pastor Joseph Nunley as he comes to share God's Word? Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. We give all praise and honor to God, our Creator, Jesus, our Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit who live within us. I count it all joy just to be here. God is good. In fact, He is just wonderful. And as I look out and see the beauty that is seated in his chairs, there's greatness in all of us. And if I were you this tonight, I would take a moment to give God a praise, a hand clap, a praise. I, I would take a moment just to say, Lord, we thank you for another day. He is a mighty good God. Amen? Amen. Unlike, unlike your pastor, my, my friend, I, my voice is fresh. Uh, and I got a sermon that is going to go about three hours so I can last. Say amen, somebody. But God is a wonderful counselor, and I praise God for giving us another day. As we come, this is perhaps one of, the, one of the times of the year that I love the most. It really has very little to do with the gift that I may receive, but there's a love that tends to manifest during this season. People who even claim not to like you will speak to you this time of year. Have you ever noticed that? People that you had a fallen out with, in fact, you will speak to them because there's a love that guides you and that motivates you. So as we come this evening, as we come this evening, and realistically, if, if we can do this in about seven or ten minutes, we'll be good. Amen? Amen. Oh, y'all seen the light dead. I, I, I praise God. We, we praise God. I want to look at a couple of passages of scripture and the wind. We, we will share, we will share with you some words. And the first particular scripture is found in Isaiah, the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. One that you're so familiar with, Isaiah 9 and verse 6. There's a rich word, there's a rich word. It says, for unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of the government and peace, there shall be no end. I want to stop there. I want to stop there. We're going to read a couple of... This morning, this morning as we're preaching at Rock Hill uh, uh, at the 11 o'clock hour, we talked, about, we talked about the born and the given. We won't do that this afternoon because that, that'll get us too deep. And we really will be here at three, about three hours. Amen? Amen. From, from, from John 3.16, you're familiar with this. You don't need to look at it. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And yet one more passage that, that many of us love and that many of us enjoy during this time of year can be found in Luke. Luke chapter 2, that, that's a particular passage. And Luke 2 verse 6 says, And so it was that, uh, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, the child. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I want to talk, want to talk very briefly, a simple subject. Our God is so wonderful. Our God is so wonderful. And as we think about the oneness of God, there's no one like him. In fact, in fact, I, you can search the whole world over, you'll never find one just like him. 
Now, as we look at this, I want to, I don't necessarily always preach from points, but I'm going to give you three points. See, if I give you three points, I can get out of here in about 10 minutes. If I don't give you three points, we're going to spend the night together. Amen? So, so the first thing, the first thing I want you to understand is when you think about God loving the world that he gave his only begotten son, we got to, we got to look at, first of all, God's act of love. His act of love, his acts of love. Now, my grandmother, my grandmother lived to be 99 years of age, and she's always said, she's a boy, talk is cheap. It's not what you say, but it's what you do. In other words, when you talk, then there must be some action that backs up what you said. So what God did, not only did he love the world, but he put his love in action. So God loved us, he loved us, and the reason that he gave his best was because of love, love in action. And what really blesses me, Pastor Long, is that God's love is unconditional love. There are many people, many people, and perhaps nobody at Grace Fellowship ever done, but they're in church where folks fall out and won't speak to one another. But then they got the nerve to sing, oh, how I love Jesus. If the love is real, you can't stay mad with people because there's something on the inside that will lead you to seek forgiveness. So God's love is unforgiveness. God's act of love, his first point, is his act of love, his act of love. And as you think about love, you think about love, God gave the best that he has. He gave the best. And his motive for doing it was because he loved us. People who really love you will make sacrifices. In fact, people that love you will go out of their way because love is motivating now you got to understand that when somebody really does it because they love you they don't look for a pat on the back they don't look for their names to be called they just want to help somebody along the journey so the first thing you got to understand you got you to understand God's act of love that's the first point the second point we're going to make it in 10 minutes pass along the second thing you got to understand is God's example of giving wow now God let me see how I put it. Let me see how to put this. God loved us enough to give us the very best that he had. The best that he had was his son. And, and, and we know, you know enough theology to understand that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, but each one played a separate role. So God loved us enough to give us his very best. He gave his son. He gave us, he gave us him in the person of his son. And that's a whole lot of love. That's a whole lot of love. Now, a lot of times, humanly, we will, contact, we will attach conditions to our giving. Oh, we'll give, but there are some conditions. Sometimes people will give just so that other folk will say, man, you're a big giver. But what happens when you can give behind the scene? When you can help somebody along the way? And don't expect anybody to recognize you. God gave uh, his very best, his very best, his very best. He gave, he gave, he gave. Now get this. The principle of giving is so interesting because God gives to us and he expects us to give to somebody else. Oh my God. David, David talked about how good God was. And David said, my cup runneth over. And, and I, I've, I've lived long enough, Pastor Long, to know that whenever you go in overflow, the overflow is not for you, it's for somebody else. So when you go into overflow, you need to find somebody else to bless you. But the real sacrifice comes in. What if you are not in overflow, but somebody needs some help? That's where sacrifice comes in. It is, it's easy sometimes to help people when we got it going on. But will you help somebody out of your need? 
Will you make that kind of sacrifice? God gave the very best. He gave, he gave, he gave, he gave, he gave because he loved us. So, so we got two points. First of all, his act of love. And then we're looking at God's example of giving. Uh, we should always give God our very best. We should give God our very best. Uh, I grew up in a very traditional church. And, and, and in this traditional church that I grew up in, people would, people would give, but they would not necessarily give God their best. In fact, in fact, there was one guy in the, in, that was part of that congregation. Whenever they would pass a tray around, he was thumping under the bottom make it sound like he put something in it. That's not giving your best. We give God our very best, even when it seems like we don't have enough. I guarantee you, if you give out of your need, God will return it to you a thousandfold. God desired that we be a blessing to one another. So what did he do? What did he do? He gave us his son. And, and tonight we've got to understand God is so wonderful. He is our wonderful God. He gave us his son. He gave us his son. In other words, he became one of us so that we could come just like him. Uh, he, had, he had to send his son down through 42 generations to be born of a virgin. And yes, to be laid in a manger so that he could become just like us. And so that his son could live to teach us how to be just like him. Uh, so, so he was born, he was born, and I, I noticed this, I, I noticed that he was not born in any fancy hospital. You got to understand tonight, it's not where you start, it's how you end it. <laughs> let, me, let me put it this way, I, I grew up, I grew up, my, 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 that was one of my students, he was a good student in school, I, my, Mike was a good student. I grew up very, let me put it this way, I grew up not knowing I was poor until I got old. I grew up not understanding what poverty was until I got older and then had something to compare it to. But one determination that I made early on in life, Lord, if you bless me, I want to bless somebody else. And so what he did through his example of giving, he said, if I give you my best, will you in turn give your best to somebody else? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So in order to give them, what you got to understand, you can't always have your hands full or tight. You got to be willing to open and release something. Because when you release something, God says, now I can bless you. Uh, let me put it another way. You got to make room. <laughs> you got to make room to receive. Uh, so, so. The first thing in his act of love, God is a God of love. God is a God of love. The second thing you understand is that, that God gave us the example by giving his very best, even as we come to this season, even as we come to this season. But the third thing is that through Jesus, he presented an opportunity. It, you, you, you all remember the older one. You all remember when you were dating, you would call him up. And the question is, do you want to go out tonight? And all the, the response were yes, no, or maybe. Or sometimes, who is this? You know, because they weren't sure who, who is this anyway. I don't know. Who is calling me? Well, so there was, there, was an, there was an offer to do something. Through Jesus, God said, let me present an invitation. Because if you want to go to heaven, you got to go through the sun. So the son had to be born. And then uh, he, he was born as a baby. He was the born. Then he became the given. And by, as a given, he offered an invitation for us. So, so we realized that there was a proposal, almost like a marriage proposal. He's in, and, and, and once you accept him, you are in his family. But Jesus had to come in a low manner that we might receive him. 
So as I, as I wrap this up, as I wrap this up, as I wrap it up, I want you to notice everything you have in the Lord. My God. Now, that could take an hour right there, but let, let's see if we can cut. You got a friend that will stick closer than a brother. You got somebody who's a way out of nowhere. You got one who's joy in the morning. You got the person you can talk to anytime. You know, in, in modern day, modern day, all of us, you know, they got cell phones or they got caller ideas. Somebody call we don't want to talk to. We don't answer. Well, let me talk to this side. Y'all answer. But we don't answer because we think, oh, I don't want to even bother with them. But I'm so glad that when you call on the name of Jesus, he'll hear your cry. He will answer your prayers. But in order to do that, he had to come into the world as a gift. So in him, in him, we got a friend. In him, we have a savior. In him, we have a wonderful counselor. And rest assured, there's nothing that you can go through in life that God has not already given a solution for. And, and even when you read the word, sometimes, sometimes when I pass it, when I'm, when I'm in this word, I'm thinking, Lord, it's just not, it's not clicking like it ought to. But then I have a help in the person of the Holy Spirit who gives me revelation. So this evening, this evening is I get ready to get out of here. I want you to understand that God is a wonderful God. And tonight, I, I just need two or three people that know he is wonderful in your life to, to give him a praise. I need two or three tonight that know that God is an awesome God. And it was the Lord that got you up this morning. It's the Lord that keeps on making a way for you. It's the Lord that puts joy in your heart. And on each row, Lord, this is how we do it at Rock here. I say on each row, the person that God has given the most joy, you give God your most praise right now. On each row, you give him your most praise right now. Because you know it was the Lord. Lord, it will not look. It's what the Lord has done. Our God is a wonderful God. He's so wonderful. In fact, Pastor, when you go to sleep at night, angels are watching over you. When you get up in the morning, you're traveling, angels are stationed around and about. God, 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 neither slumbers nor sleep. I was talking to somebody and they said, I'm so worried. I said, look, if God's going to stay up all night, why are you going to stay up? If God got it, go ahead and go to sleep, knowing that he's watching over you. Is there anybody this night that know that God is watching over you, that know he is your peace, he is your joy, he is your everything? Oh, listen. Now, let me take out a rock here right quick. Let's give God your best shout right now. Give God your best hallelujah right now. Give God your best thank you right now. Give God your best yes right now. He is a wonderful... He's a wonderful God, I tell you. He's a mighty counselor. He's a friend. He's your joy. He's your peace. He's your hope. And I'm glad that the government is on Jesus' shoulder. Because if the government is on man's shoulder, I don't know what we would do. But because it's on Jesus' shoulder, he's always going to take care of everybody. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I think somebody finally got it. Hallelujah. I think somebody right now go know that God got you up this morning. Know that he's your everything. Will you lift those hands and give God a hallelujah? Lift those hands and say, Lord, I thank you right now. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, I, I got to sit down because we'll be here. We'll be here tonight. 
We'll be here tonight. But somebody on your road know that God is good to them. There's somebody behind you that knows God is good to you. There's somebody around you that knows God is good to you. And because you know God is good to you, he's watching over your family. He's protecting you. Somebody here been here because of the hand of God. And you don't have to, you don't have to hide it tonight. It was the Lord that healed you. Somebody's mind been regulated because of God. Uh. Hey! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. 